and welcome to Labors in the Harvest with Kevin Folger. This podcast is a weekly conversation about the gospel and the work that God is doing through those who labor for him. Kevin Folger, your host, is a man with over four decades of ministry experience. For 41 years, he served on the pastoral staff of Cleveland Baptist Church in Cleveland, Ohio. He currently serves as a North America Director of Spiritual Leadership Asia, a ministry that assists those endeavoring to preach the gospel and plant Baptist churches in the 1040 window with a particular focus on Asia. Now here's Kevin with this week's Labors in the Harvest podcast. Folger. I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of Labors in the Harvest. Uh, today we pick up the second part of a conversation we're having with Pastor Jake Gearswoff. Pastor Jake is the pastor of the Homer Independent Baptist Church in Homer, Alaska. Last week when we concluded our podcast, uh, Jake was sharing with us about God's working in his heart and his life through his military career. And after his call to uh, ministry, continued on to finish that career. And he's talking about coming to uh, Philadelphia and being a part of the church, uh, the uh, Valley Forge Baptist Temple in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, with Pastor Scott Wendell. So we're picking up our conversation at that point. We hope that you'll enjoy today's edition of Labors in the Harvest podcast with Pastor Jake Gearsmuff and your host here, Kevin Folger. Uh, Then ended up going to Philadelphia. And as a warrant officer, one of the things you hit 20 years, and a lot of times the Coast Guard asks you to retire, but when you make warrant officer, that buys you another 10 years. And I went to Philadelphia. You know, there I was just made warrant officer and working in the command center. I love my job. I love the Coast Guard. You know, and I felt like I had hit a point where I was pretty comfortable. Um... But we got there to Philadelphia, serving in the church. That was great. Everything was great. But I was greatly, um, not that I was struggling, but God was just working. And we, Amanda and I ended up, after about a year there, going on a stateside uh, missions trip to help out a church plant, run a run a VBS. And, the, and we took the teens. And I was able to do that for the whole week. Took the time off. Went and ran a VBS for this church plant and just loved it. And I loved the Coast Guard, but I came away from that week thinking this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm convinced that this is the time uh, to, to get out. And I was, at a, I was right at about 20, 21 years, almost 21 years uh, or so in the Coast Guard. And I went back and counseled with Pastor Wendell about it and... And, uh, and and said, I want to, I'm ready to get out. I feel God wanting me mm-hmm. to get out of the mm-hmm. Coast Guard and go into ministry. Now, if you know me, which many of you probably don't, I'm a planner. <laughs> I want everything figured out. That's how military life is. Yeah. And I was a search and rescue coordinator and you make plans and you you, you use that's just how you operate structure and all that make plans and then execute <laughs> yeah that's right and, and so i'm thinking all right god you want me to get out okay i need to know how much i'm going to make mm-hmm. i i have teenage three teenage daughters where i'm going to go how you're going to take care of all this whole situation i i got a pretty good paycheck i got a pretty good life 
Now, if I'm going to ministry, I want this stuff all figured out <laughs> before I put that retirement letter in. Because one of the things that happens is when you put that retirement letter in, you don't pull back. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And so I wanted all those things answered before uh, before I put that letter in. And I remember I had counseled with Pastor Wendell, and he said, well, you can come on staff here. Uh, and we kind of talked about it. And I was just wrestling when to put that letter in, not knowing that this is it. And and I remember uh, walking through the church. It was during the weekday, and I ran into Pastor Wendell, and he shares with me what he was going to be preaching on that coming Sunday. And he did not know what. Uh, maybe he did know what I was wrestling with. Sometimes I think pastors do know. And he he shared with me how that when uh, the nation of Israel was wandering uh, wandering through the wilderness, and, and and Joshua takes over and he leads them to. Uh, the Jordan, and they're about to cross over into the promised land. And he shares with me out of Joshua and says, and not until the priests dip their feet and take that step of faith that was God even going to do anything right. to split the to split the river and allow them to go through. But they had to take that step of right. faith before God was going to move. And it was just like God just smacked me upside the head, and I knew what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't need to have the answers. I didn't need to uh, know how it was all going for. And this was the aspect of faith, you know, of trusting God, knowing this is where God was. And, and, and he doesn't have to give you the answer from the beginning to the end. Right. That you just take that next step. And I knew the next step was the letter. And so I, I went and put it in. And, and at that point, it was a matter of just praying and saying, Lord, what direction would you have us to go? Okay. So, uh, obviously you did that. And, um, uh, then, yeah, you know, the church called for your ordination and your commissioning. Uh, I think in the in- interim time, though, God laid Homer on your heart. Is that right? Or how did yeah, that work? Yeah, so, so, so... And let's talk a little bit about the community first. So what's, what is Homer? What, what is it? It's a, it's a small little community, but it's on the tip of a peninsula. Peninsula, right? 240 miles south of Anchorage. Um, it's, the end of the, it's the end of the road. Um, it's just a small community. Um, you know, you have to be going there on purpose. Uh, but it's a town of about five thousand people, and uh, and uh, it's made up of you know it's it's kind of you get a lot of drifters that come through, and especially in the sixties, and it kind of has an element of a little bit more of a progressive side, but it also has its independent Alaskans as well. So that's that's the community. Um, but it swells then in summer, so because it's a kind of a tourist attraction. That's right. It is it's a, a tour. big fishing area. Or? Yeah, yeah. In the summer, a lot of people come here for fishing. Halibut is the halibut capital of the world, um, and so it swells to you know, about twelve thousand people in the summer. Uh, summer. Okay. Uh, so that's the community. Okay. So then, how did God work to bring about you guys being here in Homer? Because it's not a new brand, brand new church plant. It's been here for a while. That's right. So what what ended up happening when I put the letter in, it was a matter of prayer. And we were open to anything. If it was on staff at Valley Forge, it was somewhere else. We didn't know. And we just praying about it and praying about it. And Amanda came to me and said, you know, God is putting Alaska on my heart. And if that's where God has it, I'm fine with it. Because that was one of the things I wasn't sure to bring the family back here. Alaska is not necessarily a place where I think women really love to be here i think men love to be here but women it's hard it's mm-hmm. isolated uh, you're away from family unless your family mm-hmm. lives here it's cold it's dark at times uh it's a little rugged uh so anyhow she said that and and so you know i was excited about it i, I like it up here and not that i'm an outdoorsman i just i i, I love the people up here I, I love the state so anyhow uh just began praying about it and so i talked to pastor wendell about that and 
He said, well, you should think, pray about doing a, a survey trip up there. And I knew some people up here. So I started calling around and, and saying, you know, I'm going to come and visit. And we were praying about doing some uh, village ministry out of Kodiak. We were spent time there and we had been in villages doing ministry there. And so we said, we'll go there for a week. And then uh, I had a friend in Anchorage and he had a ministry into the village. And I said, we'll go there for a week. But during this week of, um, I was actually traveling between Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey going to my out processing. They, they do like a week long training to get you out of the Coast Guard, like going over your benefits and different things like that. I was commuting about three hours one way. And during that week, I was just committing this to prayer, committing this to prayer. And probably at about day two, the Lord just spoke to me about Homer. And I knew there was a church here, a small church. And so I called the pastor up and, and was just really inquiring about what his, thought, his thoughts were about ministry in Alaska. And he invited me to come up for a, a week up here and in and, and the ministry. And, and not knowing how God would lead, I, we said, yep, let's put it on the calendar. And so we came up here. We came up here and, and spent uh, two weeks in Alaska. And really, I think a man and I's heart was Kodiak. We knew it. We loved it there. Uh, we went there first, and our kids had friends still there. And we thought, well, we could do village ministry here. But the next stop was was here in Homer, and uh, we spent a week here as well. And and Amanda and I, after a week here, there was a church here of about 20 or so people, a uh, small church, struggling a little bit. And, and I thought, you know, I left there feeling peace about this place. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what God was doing. I really kind of thought I'd come along and just help this guy out mm-hmm. uh, and serve in the ministry, work, or, or whatever. And so uh, we left. Um, and one of the things that God did was when we left um, Kodiak, I remember talking to my wife on the, the plane and said, if and seeing how much my kids enjoy Kodiak. I said, if God calls us to Philadelphia or to Homer, it's going to be hard on our kids uh, because uh, there wasn't really kids here, but they had a lot of kids in Kodiak. But anyhow, we came here and spent a week here. And after when we left here, me and Amanda knew. Mm-hmm. And on that drive back up, it's a four hour drive to Anchorage. Our kids, all of our kids said, I could see a servant here in Homer. Mm. And so it was a lot of peace that God had given us about coming here. But we still, again, when I go back, you just don't know. God doesn't show you the whole picture. It's just one step of faith at at a time. And we went back to Philadelphia. I told Pastor Wendell that I believe this is the direction God would have us to go. And 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 so that was kind of the course that we, we set, set okay. out on. So then obviously... Um the pastor, after you were here, contacted you, and you came back and did like a an internship or a small yes. window. Took took it for so a... so when we went back and pa- uh, counseled with Pastor Wendell and and I called Pastor Harbo. I said I, I just told him I said I think God wants me here. I said I don't know you know in what way, but we'll just come and serve and help out, and I'll get a job or whatever. And he said he said great, we'd love to have you. And and so that was kind of the, the, the way it was going. And this would have been, this was in um, probably around January, I think, uh, January and uh, 2000, and I get lose track, track of my years, but 17, I think. And, uh, and I was still in the Coast Guard, and I was getting out of the Coast Guard in June. And so uh, somewhere probably within two months of, telling Pastor Harbaugh that he asked me to come up in August for a month and fill in for him. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I got out of the Coast Guard. 
um, and uh, we came um, we came up here for a month, and I really didn't know what his intentions were, but I filled the pulpit for him for a month, and we fell in love with the church. Mm-hmm. Twenty or so people, small church, um, and and shortly after that month, he contacted me and said, you know, God had been working, you know, he had been praying about leaving. He was older, and uh, and he was looking to retire. I did not know any of that, but he asked if he said that. Yeah, if we'd be interested in pastoring the church and taking the church over. And he was a missionary slash pastor here for almost 15 years. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, we were uh, uh, we prayed about it. We were excited about it. And so we said yes. And really, God just worked the whole thing out and his timing. And, and again, I can go back to the beginning and not really knowing how it was going to work out. But now looking back, you see how God just sure. works things out yeah. with this church family. Well, just as you tell the story, I mean, obviously God was working in your heart. God was uh, preparing, you know, probably this guy was just saying, Lord, if, uh, you know, I, I want, I need somebody to come and take this church, but it's got to right. be the right person. Right. And so then God orchestrates the events, brings you guys up here. So you guys have been here about two and a half years now, Two right? and a half years, yeah, yes. Okay. And the church is doing very, very well. It's uh, healthy, obviously. It's growing. Uh, new folks are coming, and folks are being saved and discipled. So yeah. that's that's a, a great thing. So um, you know, uh, just at, from an outsider's uh, perspective, you know, of course, I've I've always I've come to Alaska on a, a boat. I've never been on on you know spent much time on the land. So this is my first time to spend any time. But it's just stunningly beautiful here. I mean, it's just absolutely stunningly beautiful. And uh, Homer, of course, is a peninsula. It sets on the peninsula. And so there's a bay that's right outside the windows of the church. Yes. Beautiful mountains across the way. Uh, every place you look are beautiful vistas. You know, it, it it's hard to be in a place like this and not believe there's a God who put sure. all this together. But uh, what a wonderful place. So... As we're wrapping up here today, what what do you what do you see as your uh, your vision for the future, Pastor? So with with the church here, um, we came here. The church had always been uh, not self supporting. It had a missionary pastor uh, for the past. Well, we're going to have our 19 year anniversary, and really, my you know when he asked me to come and be the pastor. You know, not knowing, but I really believe now to get the church to a place where it's self supporting. And, and we're moving in that direction. Each year, um, we did do a mini de- deputation coming up here and had some support. Of course, I had member retirement, and the church does uh, help out. But each year uh, that we've been here, well, not the first year, because um, we were here about five months when we did the first budget, but the past two years, we've been able to increase um, the salary here, and I've been able to call churches that support us and say uh, we no longer need uh, that support. And so my, my vision here for the church is to get itself supporting, uh, to get it to that point. We're looking to pay off the debt, which we're moving in that direction to. God has done a good, I mean, I could spend hours here telling the things that God has done as far as financially for this church. Cause when we came here, there were some struggles, the missions and the general account, but boy, God has been faithful. And, uh, you know, you, I, I, I just say it, you know, you, you don't know what you're doing, but God does. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And he works these things yeah. out. He puts things on your heart. You just take that next step of faith. And so we're moving in that direction, and it's going to be a great day when, one, we pay off the debt, which we got $60,000 more uh, to pay it off, and the church will be debt-free first time in 19 years. 
uh, and then and then get it to that will be a big step to this church becoming self-supporting. But with that, as the church grows, it's not a big building, you know. Then we'll see what happens yeah. after that. But it's one thing at a time, and we have a number of young people. We have a couple young people in the church, young men in the church that feel called to ministry, and actually some young ladies. And so, uh, you know, I want to invest. I want to invest in the folks here, see people discipled and grow and get the. Ch- see the church get healthy like that and then to invest in young people who feel the lord's call in their life because here's the thing about alaska this is on the road system and that's one aspect of alaska but if you leave this road system and you go to these villages in which you can only get there by boat or or plane it's a totally different world Mm. and there is a great need in those areas sure and and we have a young man here who feels called to that and so we're trusting the lord and and he is at west coast uh Baptist College and and studying for ministry and we'll see how God leads but uh, uh, we, we we desire to see not only this church self-supporting but to be sending out uh, people uh, here in Alaska or even throughout the world wherever God yeah. would lead well I was reminding as you were talking I was thinking about uh, the servant of uh, you know the steward of, of Abraham who he sent to get a bride for his son Isaac and uh, the servant said I being in the way the Lord led me and you know that's just if we're in the way stand wanting to serve the Lord let them guide and direct our steps. Sometimes we want to get too far out there, you know, and yeah. say, here's where we need to be. And sometimes it's just saying, okay, I'm doing today what I'm supposed to do, and tomorrow takes care of itself. If every, every day we get up and just do the Lord's plan for our life that day, we're in the will of God. Right. And so it's great. Well, I want to thank you for joining me, uh, Pastor Jake. And uh, again, we say thank you to our, our listeners. And uh, we hope that you have enjoyed today's uh, episode. And if you want to share this with others, please uh, do so. Let them know about it by way of social media or just, uh, again, uh, by word of mouth. It's a great thing. Labors in the Harvest is uh, basically just a weekly podcast where we have these conversations talking about people's life and and the burden God has laid upon them and the journey that God has taken them on. And so Pastor Jake Gersimoff has been my guest today, uh, pastor of the Homer Independent Baptist Church here in Homer, Alaska. Once again, we hope that you join us again next week for more Labors in the Harvest. Thanks for listening. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's podcast. If you've been helped, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Please feel free to leave us a comment and or a rating. If you'd like more information about Kevin Folger, please visit his website, kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us next time with more conversations with Kevin and his guests as they tell their story of being laborers in the harvest.